Hey guys, Mike Wilson here. Welcome to another men's vlog for men only. Um, one of my favorite books in the Bible is Joshua. And so when I think of a man, I think of Joshua. You know, he was a mighty warrior, the leader of the army of Israel. He was responsible to lead the people into the promised land. Uh, talk about pressure, right? And so he was a man of great faith. He was one of the 12 spies who sought out the land, who came back with a good report. And only him and Caleb were the ones who believed that God could deliver them and, and, and that they could conquer the land. And so um, he's seen the promise of God fulfilled in his life. And probably one of the most famous verses that comes out of Joshua is found at the end of, of the book of Joshua, where he says, choose today who you will serve. Would you prefer the gods of your ancestors or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? And what does Joshua say? Come on, let's say it together. We all know it. It says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That was Joshua's response. You know, it, it's on posters and decorations in Christian homes all over the world. It's a, it's a scripture we all know, and it seems more like a slogan that, than, a, than, a, than a powerful statement. But when Joshua declared this, this was his life. This was his, his desire, his intent, his choice, and his decision. It wasn't just a slogan that he repeated, you know, um, and so... Just as he led the children of Israel into the promised land, his duty now was to lead his family in serving the Lord. He had to watch over his family. He made a decision, a choice, a statement of faith and saying, me and my house are going to serve the Lord. And now he had to watch that. He had to lead his family into that. And uh, as men, we are to be leaders and priests of our home. Like Joshua, it should be our duty to see our family serve the Lord. But we can't just force our family to serve God. It doesn't work that way. We can't just demand them and shove religion down their throat. No, we have to lead them. We have to uh, show them the way. We have to be an example to our family. You know, these are the people that see us every day. They live with us. They, they see the good. They see the bad. They see the ugly. Um, and they see how we respond to different circumstances. They see how we live in public and in private. And so if we declare, if we declare as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, we better be someone who is worth following. We better, we better leave a good example for our wives to follow, for our children to follow, for our grandchildren to follow. And, and as that matter for anyone that we may have influence over, anyone that, that, uh, that has, that we can leave an example for. So as men, we are to lead our families. We should know the qualities that make good leaders. I, for one, when I read the stories of Joshua, I'm inspired to be like him. And that, and that is a trait of a leader, you know, that the life we live should influence people to live like us or to be like us. And it's by our actions, by our example, that, um, you know, we should lead by example. So what, so what made Joshua a good leader? Uh, there's probably a lot. There's probably a lot of things that made him a great leader, but I just want to touch on a few of them today. Uh, number one, he was humble. He, he, he served. He learned how to serve. And Joshua was with Moses. He was Moses' assistant for many years. He served Moses uh, for 40 years as they wandered through the wilderness. Um, and before that, he didn't just become a leader overnight. You know, he learned how to serve under a leader. And some, some of us, some people believe that 
you know, just because they are the man of the house, because they're, they're the man, all of a sudden they, they are the leader of the house and they should be served. You know, they should be served. They're the alpha dog and that they are the head of the house. And so whatever they do is the most important and they don't have to do, you know, the little things around the house. But, you know, when you serve others, you, you're taking your eyes off yourself and you take an interest in others. You know, where can I help? What can I do to make life easier for you? What needs to be done? Whether it's helping out with the dishes, making a meal, or, you know, helping the kids with homework, a science project, something, you know, um, if we want to be leaders of our families, we need to be able to serve them and be involved. Uh, we need to be able to do things that we expect others to do. And I know that, you know, when for me, when I'm at work, where I'd rather work for a foreman or a boss who is willing to get in there and get dirty and work with me than someone who just sits in their truck and barks and yells and screams orders all day. You know, I don't really expect that, that foreman to, to, to get in and to help me. I don't expect it. But when they do, when they serve, when they help, when they get in there and get dirty, you know, it, it, just, it just goes to show that they're willing to do the small tasks. And that goes a long way. It goes a long way. And, and I would rather work for someone like that and serve um, than the other, the other person who just barks orders all day. Um, you know, when Jesus' disciples, they were arguing who was the greatest among them. Uh, Jesus told them that whoever wants to be first must take last place and, and, and he must be the servant of everyone else. And so we must be humble. We must serve others. We must learn to serve, serve others. And so number two, Joshua was a man of faith. He was chosen as one of the 12 spies who were to go and spy out the land of Canaan. Only Joshua and Caleb had the faith to believe that God was able to deliver them from the inhabitants of the land. And because of their faith, they were the only ones to enter that promised land of that generation. They patiently waited 40 years, wandering around the wilderness, waiting, believing, um, looking forward to the promised land. And later on, when they entered the land, they, they came up to the walls of Jericho, and it was by faith that they marched around the city and it was through their obedience to the Lord's instructions that caused the walls to fall down. Their faith in God caused them to triumph. You know, it's important to be men of faith. Faith is action. And so we must show our faith not only by what we say, but by what we do as well. When we face trials and difficulties, when we face giants and fortified cities, things that may seem impossible— it's important to have faith and trust in God as Joshua did. You know, it should be tangible. It should be seen. It is something we walk in and, and it should be noticed. We walk by faith and not by sight. Our family needs to see how we walk, how we live. If we are facing something, how do we act? How do we respond? Do we respond in faith or do we allow pressure and stress, anxiety, fear to dictate our response? You know, as the leader of our homes, if we don't have trust and faith in God, there will be a ripple effect throughout the whole family. As the, when, you know, when the 10 spies came back and brought their negative report and had unbelief, it stirred up the rest of the community. And it says that the whole community began weeping and crying all night long. You know, they were crippled with fear. See, whatever our report is, whether it's 
faith or whether it's fear will have an effect and an impact on those around us. Um, so as men who have faith in God, men who have trust in God, it brings peace to your household. Not only that, but we set the example of how we are to respond to life's difficulties. Um, which brings me to my third point, that we need to be men of faith. You know, if we're going to be uh, well, men of faith, if we're going to be men of faith, we have to be men of the word, is what the third point is. We have to be men of the word. Um, Joshua was instructed by the Lord in chapter 1, verse 7. It says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Joshua was successful because he obeyed the word. He knew the word. And because he knew the word, he was able to obey the word. He didn't deviate from the plan. He stayed the course. And it says to study the book of instruction, meditate on it day and night. You know, how many men like to actually follow instructions? Um, you know, on occasion, I do follow instructions, but I do find myself sometimes thinking, how hard, how hard can this be, right? It seems pretty simple, you know. I think I can manage building this or putting that together uh, without these little instructions. So we toss them to the side. But little do we know when we get to the end, we have missed a step. And, we, and it causes us, we have to go backwards and look at the instructions because we, we have all these bolts left over. We have all these screws left over. We have longer screws and they're supposed to be shorter ones. And, and we put the screws in the wrong place because we didn't follow the instructions, you know? So we would save ourselves a lot of heartache, a lot of time, you know, a lot of problems if we just stuck to the instructions, right? Now, obviously, we can't carry a book of instructions around with us everywhere we go for every situation. But if we meditate and know the Word of God, the Holy Spirit that is in us knows the situations that come up and will help us not to deviate from God's ways. To be men of faith, we need to be men of the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. We must know the Word, know the truth, so we don't deviate and get mixed up in lies and deception. And oftentimes, Joshua, he had to remind the people of Israel of God's ways. He had to remind them of his law, and he had to remind them of his promises. And because he knew it well. You know, I like to think that as spiritual leaders of our house, we need to remind our families of the word. We need to remind them of God's ways, and we need to remind them of God's promises. And not just remind them, but walk in them and know them. These are just some of the qualities that Joshua, the man that he was, these are just some of the qualities that Joshua had, the man that he was and the leader that he was. So we need to be a man who is humble and serves. Be a man of faith. Be a man of the word. Be a Joshua. Now, that's all I got, and I just want to pray today. Father, I just thank you for everyone listening. You know, help us become men that you want us to be. Help us to become leaders that you want us to be, the examples that you want us to be, God. 
that we would not be prideful, but we would be humble. We would know how to serve and where to help others, know where to be involved, Father. And I just thank you that we can be men of faith, not just speaking the word, but men who actually do the word, men of faith. Help us to study the word. Help us to not deviate from your plan. Help us to, to know your word inside and out. Help us to have a better hunger for your word, Lord, that we would not uh, just throw away the instructions, but we would follow your instructions and your guidance. In Jesus' name, amen. I challenge you to uh, maybe read the book of Joshua and be inspired by his life. Be inspired by his stories. Be strong. Be courageous. Be a Joshua.